So God created us to be relational. So our biggest growth and development is going to happen through our relationships. At the same time, at the same time, our biggest hurts, our biggest disappointments are going to come through relationships. So here's the thing. If we're going to grow and strive together, what we have to learn, what we have to learn is how to survive your spouse. <laughs> right. You got to learn. Hey, this is Eddie. And this is Ndebo. And we want to welcome you to the Defying Self Podcast. Podcast. All right. So uh, this is this is a kind of a different podcast episode um, and that we uh, recently together went to a um, couple workshop where we actually taught the workshop. Uh, mainly I taught uh, Ntibble was actually able to come up during Q&A time, but um, we figured it'd be great to just kind of play back um, some of the some of the conversations that were happening mm-hmm. during during that event. Yeah. Yeah, so I tagged along and it was really, really impactful. So I've never, I wasn't really keen on doing a podcast on marriage, to be honest. But I think um, having been in the seminar or the workshop that Eddie did and just hearing some of the feedback, I was really encouraged and I realized that, wait, I really like the way that this resource has been packaged and I think it would be beneficial for us to share with our podcast community. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited. So um, the, the the theme was called Love, Tolerance, and Communication. And as a backdrop, Eddie said, called it Surviving Your Spouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of the Surviving Your Spouse, he takes us through eight phases of marital breakdown, which is really like a very impactful map. And I think the thing of self-identification is so key that, wait, am I already on step four of breakdown? Or in some cases, oh my goodness, I'm already on step seven. Um, so I was just really encouraged. And there was somebody who you know, came and spoke to us and said, I can identify with all eight steps because I went through it and I ended up getting divorced. Um, so I think for me, the thing that was impactful is that, wow, so this resource is really great because... I can look at that map and say, well, am I possibly on any of those steps uh, or in the, any of those phases? And part two of the podcast is going to go into detail as to how we can build love, tolerance, and communication to make sure that wherever there is marital breakdown, we can hopefully work through, you know, our issues with a level of self-awareness, you know, so that nobody has to reach the end of you know the phases of marital breakdown where there is sort of like no turning back so yeah. to speak so it was really yeah. good no and i think that's that's exactly what we're gonna do i mean so this this episode you guys lock in because what we're talking about is is how these things break down and also like what we need to be aware of and the roles that we play you yeah. know um how you know this life conspires against the success of a marriage mm-hmm. right it's against the success of a relationship um so we have to learn to survive uh each other right surviving your spouse um as well as, as survive these key milestones um and you mentioned uh the lady that came up to us towards the end of our session and it was fascinating because to her she's like you if you can please go back and talk about divorce again 
and go through those eight steps one more time just because a lot of people go through this, but they don't talk to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't, you know, bring it up. So, so it's an issue of like just knowing what's happening and mm-hmm. then knowing that I can go to resources and find help, yeah. right? It doesn't just stop here. Yes. So, okay, well, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and play it and, and uh, maybe do some, uh, I guess, open it up to feedback. We yeah. really want to hear, hear from feedback. you guys. Yeah. Um, and questions, you know, feedback, because some of you guys have been married. And I think for me, honestly, the number of years are not really necessarily a factor because wisdom can be delivered anywhere along the way. So whether you have some uh, wisdom to share of things that have worked in your marriage or you have questions, you know, um, would love to hear from you. All right. Well, let's go for it. All right. So let me jump in. So one of the things that I want to uh, highlight is this this uh, quote: "That which doesn't kill you makes you stronger." All right, that which was doesn't kill you. There's actually um, a dynamic that in called post-traumatic growth. Right when when somebody goes through something really hard, uh, what you find is that they actually grow. It might be a an appreciation for life. It might be an appreciation for an experience. Right, um, but they're actually more mature after they go through it. Now, of course, they're like, Eddie, why are we talking about trauma? And why are you talking about things that could kill me in a, in, a, in a couple's workshop? Like, what's that about? Yes, because marriage is traumatic, all right? It is, it's, it's difficult. It'll, it'll mess you up if you're not ready, right? It will. And even if you're ready, you're not like, who are you? Who, I, where's my wife? It's, it's, it could be very traumatic in, in the process of growth um, could really impact you. And here's the thing, guys, we're not alone. We're not alone. It's a very real thing that happens. I mean, just looking at the divorce rates right now, the U.S. generally, we're at about 39%, right? And pro- Protestant, Catholic, really any religion uh, tends to have lower standards or lower level of, of divorce. And the reason why, and this is one of the things I love about being married to a believer, being married, because the thing is that she doesn't just, she doesn't just bow to my needs, right? She bows to the scripture and word. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have the Holy Spirit, right? At the end of the day, you know what the Bible says, and you're gonna have to go back and say, okay, well, this, this is true, and my behavior is, is false, That's, which is what I love. But here's a couple key things to just keep in note. Marriage, divorce rates are, are decreasing over time. And, and uh, in the 1980s, it used to be around 50%. Um, uh, and uh, what, the reason why it's going lower is one, um, young people are getting married a lot later in life because they can't afford to, right? And because you get married later, you get married a little bit wiser and it'll help you kind of stay with the person that you marry. Another key thing that's happening is the financial burden. Um, so what's happening with people with financial burdens, they're cohabitating instead of marrying. So we don't really know the statistics of the separation that happens in cohabitation, right? So, so that's like an unknown number on, on how that's breaking. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. But here's the bad news. Marriage is hard. It's not easy for any of us, right? It takes work. It takes, it takes actual effort. 
And so in our time here today, we're talking about growing together because I don't want any of us, I don't want me, I don't want you to crumble under the pressure of, of, of the trauma that comes with, with marriage. And can I just say, I guess one of the reasons why marriage is hard is because this is, well, one, God built us to be relational individuals. He built us. You think of Adam, and one of the key responsibilities that Adam had was to get up and to walk with the Lord in the cool of the garden, this relational feedback. One of the biggest milestones for Adam's is it's not good for man to be alone, so I'm going to create a, you know, a, a mate for you. So God created us to be relational. So our biggest growth and development is going to happen through our relationships. At the same time, at the same time, our biggest hurts, our biggest disappointments are going to come through relationships. And, and the relationship that's under attack the most is my wife, is, is your husband. It's like, you're supposed to know me, like you're supposed to get it, right? You've watched me, we've walked through this whole thing our entire lives and you're still disappointing me. Like the kind of hurt and the hit that we get from that, it hurts more. It, it's one of the more challenging relationships. I mean, granted, kids are challenging too, right? How many of us have kids? Oh, okay. We have some prayer after this for our kids, right? Look, my kids are actually with, uh, with their grandmother this weekend, which is like, no, it's awesome. It's awesome. We get to hang out. We're going to do everything. I was telling Sarah, we're going to do everything that we couldn't do without, with kids, right? We're going to, after this, go to a library and go to a coffee shop. <laughs> then we're going to clean the house and take a nap. It's going to be amazing. All right. Back to where I was. So, so we have to be aware of, of what's happening. So here's the thing. If we're going to grow and strive together, what we have to learn, what we have to learn is how to survive your spouse. <laughs> right. It's, you got you to learn to survive because, because it's not just surviving. It's life. I want you to have life and I want you to have life that in abundance, right? To live life in abundance. Um, so, so the key steps, we're going to talk about love, tolerance, and communication. Those are critical things that we're going to pay attention to so that we're having abundant life. So, so I wanted to just highlight how things break down, right? I want us to get a sense of, of where... What are the foxes that are spoiling the vine? What are the opportunities that are looking to break our relationship down? And how does that work? So here's the stages of, of separation. First stage, honeymoon, right? Honeymoon, we're having honeymoon this weekend. Ah, it's awesome. <laughs> but everything is beautiful. Everything is awesome. If you can think about the first um, year, for some of us, it was just the first month of marriage. <laughs> Um, and just think about how I was my fittest. I was like, I had these dreams, aspirations. And the honeymoon phase is absolutely a, a place that isn't temporary, right? We can, you know, as we do a marriage retreats and we take care of our marriage, um, we can continue to live in a honeymoon state, right? And we have to be deliberate about building that. Um, but oftentimes, life moves to this next phase, which is called diminishing pleasure, Diminishing pleasure. And this is where things get a little uncomfortable. Now, guys, listen, it's, it's things, working with people is never easy. 
right? Being in relationship is never easy. Things will eventually get uncomfortable, right? But here's where, here's where the trauma hits, when it's consistently and routinely and in a nonstop way uncomfortable, right? When it's like, oh, I don't really want to go home, right? It's, I don't, I don't want to talk about money. I don't, right? I don't want to talk about whatever the thing that, that's really hurting us, but is this diminishing pleasure. And what happens over time is you start to drift, right? You start to, to think about, well, times used to be better and this is really hard and I just kind of want to check out mentally of this space. So then you go over to this next stage, which is the spouse is seen as a problem. I used to be happy and the only thing that's changed in my life is this person, right? The only thing that's different now is you. Like I, before you, I had dreams and hopes. Before you, I had like, efforts and things I was moving towards. Um, so there's this thing where, where little by little, if you give it room, it takes more room, where you start to see and perceive, like when it comes to this issue, I don't even talk to you about it. I keep you out of it because you're the problem, right? You're the problem. And then, and, and I want you to know that, again, these things are, are normal and these things happen. But, but as we move forward, we're going to get more critical and it's going to become a little bit more dangerous for our marriage. Okay. Because the next stage is we go public. We're now going to go outside to affirm our problem. I'm going to call my, my brother. It's like, yo, you know what she just did again? Like, am I crazy or is it, is it really, is she really a mess? You know, um, or, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to start Google searching this issue. I'm going to start really looking at what other people are saying. And, and what this does is affirms my dysfunctional view of my wife or your dysfunctional view of your husband, right? It affirms it. So this is where it's so, so, so critical that you get healthy input. This is where, instead of going public on Google, go public and talk to, to pastor, right? Uh, go talk to one of the elders. Um, uh, go in for therapy, right? This is, this is a critical time because what you need now is just education to help you see where you're blind and help you see where you're right. You know, and, and that's what's helpful. But what happens if this goes the wrong way is we get to this place of a turning point. Okay, you know what? From this point forward, nothing is going to be the same unless, unless something changes, right? Unless something big happens, it's never going to be the same, right? I block this out in my heart and in my mind. Um, and then that turns into this ultimatum which is this one more time. If this thing happens one more time, that's it. I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to engage it anymore. I'm giving it one more time. And, and the danger here, the danger here is when we start to set up these standards of, oh, you better perform this way or else. Oh, this better work out this way or else, right? The only thing that's going to happen is you being disappointed, right? If you put a big red button that says, if, if you hit this button, oh, it's going to fall apart now. I'm going to scream. I'm going to fall apart. I'm going to, uh, you know, we're going to have a big fight. Guess what? Something or someone's going to hit that button, right? Um, so there's a space of a big ultimatum. And here's, here's what's interesting. The next stage is a crisis. It's a small or large, large stress that throws the marriage into an irreparable, irreparable state. It's, um, and, and I want you to keep that in mind. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, be weary, be careful of the small foxes that spoil the vine. It's not a necessarily a marriage issue that's the crisis. It could be something else that could be very small or very large, like I just lost my job, 
and it, June, the dominoes fall, right? We realize that we weren't standing on anything. Um, uh, a miscarriage, uh, uh, or I had to take the day off of work, or I'm not able to, to, to cook today. Small little crisis, everything kind of falls apart. And you're like, where is this coming from? How, how did this happen? You know, and it feels like this is a surprise, a shock, but no, actually we've been building this and we've been taking away the support. So a crisis hits. And of course, nothing ends until a decision happens. So, so that's where we see a decision to disrupt, uh, which is the point where we check out and no longer feel. Um, it results in physical or emotional isolation, right? And, and here's, the, here's the critical thing that I, I watch for when I'm doing marriage work is, is this issue of apathy, right? Apathy means I just, what's the point? I don't even want to try anymore. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I just don't care. That for me is, is, it's, we're basically two steps away from not being able to fix this. When you stop caring, you don't want to try anymore, right? Here's, here's the thing. Um, this is depressing, and, and I'm sorry, but it gives us sight of, of how these things fall apart, right? Because what I want to talk about for the rest of my time is how do we even begin to avoid this? Here's, here's what I'm going to talk to. What I'm going to talk to is going to go way back over here. This is everything I'm going to talk to you about today is what you're going to do here. When things begin to, the pleasure starts to fall apart and it's not very comfortable anymore and we're having issues and confrontations. And um, I want to teach you and give you tools to save it here so that we never have to walk through seen as a problem, going public, turning point, um, decisions being made, crisis being hit. We don't have to, we don't have to go through that. Okay. So, so what I'm going to focus on is how, how do we actually grow together? How do we actually bring these pieces together so that I can proactively grow with you, right? Grow with you and have life with you. Hey everyone, once again, I just want to thank you for tuning in. And also I want to share that the content from this specific workshop that we did, um, we actually turned this into a complete course. We have the audio, uh, the PowerPoints, we actually broke it in, up into sections as well. So you can kind of, you know, work on it each section at a time, engage in the community there, um, send me your questions uh, in the course as well. Um, and we want us to create all that just to give you another way to digest this content, to engage it um, so that it can support you. So if you want to go over and check that out, the URL is bit.ly backslash couples 33. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y bit dot Lee backslash couples C-O-U-P-L-E-S three three. All right, so um, definitely feel free to go over there and check it out. Uh, and again, thank you guys for being a part of this. Let's let's get into the last part of this specific um, uh, session. So three things that I'm going to address is love, um, tolerance, and, and communication. Love, tolerance, communication. And I agree with Noel. These are things that like we all need. These are things that I'm working on. And, 
And um, you know, some of the thoughts even came from my own journey and process with my wife, right? Uh, so, so we're going to walk through that together um, and find a way to make sense of that. So when I talk about love, what I'm really talking about is finding your security in who God, in, in who God says you are, right? I'm going to take love and we're going we're gonna to really define it for what it is. So when I talk about love, we have to, got to start this with who does God say I am? And I need to be secure in that for the sake of my marriage, for the sake of this relationship. When I talk about tolerance, I'm going to teach you how to journey through pain. I'm going to teach you how to, how to go through the uncomfortable moments and not try to check out and not try to run away or, or not try to pursue and overwhelm your spouse with your, with your conviction, right? Um, and then we're going to talk about communication. We're going to learn to track our successes and failures, right? We're going to learn that if I am going to engage in this, I want us to head towards a destination. I want, meaning, I want this to be meaningful for where we're going, right? So communication becomes really crucial, the lifeblood for what, what's happening, all right? And I'm going to use this verse. I want to use this verse as we talk through it, Romans 12, verse 2. I'm going to break this down point by point, okay? Um, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Do not conform, be transformed, test, then you'll be able to approve, right? That is communication, tolerance, I'm sorry, love, communication, tolerance, all right? That's, that's these four points, four, three points. So let's start with this one. Do not conform to the patterns of the world. Do not conform. So look, I, I'll say this, that we all started our marriage um, with a preconceived notion of what marriage is, right? Whether it's 36 years of marriage, whether it's the two weeks, uh, we all came to this with a set of experience, right? With a set of history, right? We watched the love movies growing up. Um, and we watched our parents and we said, look, I want this and this in my marriage. I don't want this and this. And we, we entered saying, hey, this is what a husband is. A husband does this and a wife does this. A husband does this and a wife does this. And we brought that into our, our relationship. And what happens during the honeymoon phase is that, oh, yeah, great. I found somebody that meets all my ideas of what marriage should be. Like you checked all the boxes. You look good. I like, you know, you got, you got, um, you pray, you read your word, uh, you go to church. You, I mean, it's all the stuff that I wanted. You're doing it, right? So, so what happens is, and, and uh, after you spend time with somebody, you realize that the ideas and reality don't match up. And, and, now, and now I'm going to have issues. Because if you think about your arguments, when you think about what you guys like have arguments about, this, this is really what's happening. Right? One is that you're standing on your convictions. I'm going to stand on all the things that I've brought together in my lifetime. I'm going to stand on my history. I'm going to stand on my experiences. I'm going to stand on the evidence of what you've done in the past. Yeah, you always, you've done this like last week. Why should I expect anything different? So I'm going to stand on these, on these set of convictions and, and I'm going to make sure that you know how I feel and make sure that you don't have access to me you know, in my heart until you understand and appreciate my convictions, right? So that's one thing that we do. The other thing that we do is we speak to our assumptions. We speak to our assumptions, right? So it's interesting. If you really watch, 
um, some, of our, some of our discussions and arguments, it's almost as if like we're not even talking to each other. Like, I hear you moving your mouth. I see you moving your mouth, but I'm already thinking about my next thing I'm about to say to you. Like, I already have the next argument point, and you're moving your mouth, but once you stop, I'm going to give you my argument point. And the only reason we're able to do that is because I'm not actually listening to you as a person. I'm listening to my assumptions of what you're really saying, right? I'm not talking. We're not talking anymore. We're talking to each other's assumptions. I'm, I'm battling what I really think you're saying, what I really think you mean. I'm battling how you just made me feel, right? Not, not what you said, all right? And so, so this is, these are a couple things that, that we do, and this is kind of how it looks like in, in our different uh, arguments. So, so one is the aggressive pursuer. No, we're going to talk about this. Come at me, bro. Is this, is this, <laughs> is this um, effort to, look, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I don't hear what you're saying. I hear how you just made me feel. Yeah, I hear how you made me feel. That's, that's what we're talking about right now. And I want you to understand where I'm coming from or else we can't go anywhere with this conversation. This is me standing on my convictions and speaking to assumptions. I've blotted out the person, the individual, right? The human being that's across the table from me. And I'm not talking. So then the other side of it is the passive aggressive, fine, whatever. This is the person... I like to call them brain ninjas. This is a person that throws in brain ninjas every now and then. They say little slick things that it doesn't really hit you for like 30 minutes. You know, it's like, wait, did she just say I did that like my dad? Boom, 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 pop. And then the whole thing explodes in your mind and you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> because of the little slick, slick comments and little things that, oh, so now you're going to pick that up. Wait, what? Brain ninja, okay, you're, you're being aggressive. It's actually violence, but it's, it's quiet violence. It's yeah. quiet violence. Don't point. Don't point to your spouse. Don't do it. I see some of you guys pointing. Don't point. And then there's, a, there's another one. It's isolation, right? This, this isolation where you're walking on eggshells, right? Everything they do is like you've already calculated, oh, this is what it really means. Right? So I'm walking on eggshells. I'm not going to say hi the wrong way. I'm going to make sure that I walk in with a smile on my face. And, and this is thing where I can't even appreciate who my spouse is as a human because I'm so busy pre-guessing things. Right? There was a text message sent and it was missing the happy emoji. And it's like, oh no, she didn't put a smile at the end of, okay, so she's upset about this and I got to get ready for this. And, and when she says this, and what happens is you get home at 6 p.m. ready for an argument that you've rehearsed in your mind about 78 times, right? And again, I never took time to actually appreciate the individual. I am battling my ideas. I'm battling my convictions. I'm battling my assumptions. And I'm stuck there. And I never started new. I never started fresh. I never saw her with new eyes, right? Because I'm, I'm stuck mental in my, in my head, <clears throat> right? And that's, that's, one of the, that's one of the things that, that we bring and one of the things that we have always kind of brought to, these, to some of these conversations and, and to these relationships, right? So, so that's one of the things that, that I just want us to put before God and say, God, help me, help me deal with this. Like, show me where to start. Show me what are the core issues in my heart, in my life, that I just need to unwire, that I need to forgive, that I need to let go, right? Do you guys mind if I just pray for us just for a moment about that?
Yeah. Yeah. So, Father, yeah, we, we pray for that. Like, help us, help us see ourselves from your eyes and help us see our spouse from your eyes, too. Father, keep us fresh. Keep us new. Don't allow us to stay stuck in the past. Don't allow us to drift in the back, but allow us to stand, stand as you see us, stand as you need us. Allow us to be able to let go of the past. And Holy Spirit, you know, there's, there's, there's a process of us working out our salvation with fear and trembling. There's a process of us becoming perfect. And one day we will be perfect in heaven with you. Uh, but Father, help us every decision, every step, every conversation to, to just be fresh, to be fresh, be renewed um, in our efforts. We thank you for that, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah. So that's, that's something that we want. That's something that we want and something we want to move towards. <clears throat> um, so so here's, what, here's what we want to start to do, because all those ideas and assumptions I just talked about, uh, that, that monkey is conforming to the patterns of the world, right? That's, that's not me being transformed by the renewing of my mind. There's this, there's, if you can almost see it, like being transformed is like I'm reaching up, you know, into the heavens, into God's mind into scripture, and I'm saying, like, transform me. But the patterns of this world is I'm taking from experience. I'm taking from history. I'm taking from my own hurts. I'm taking from my successes. It's like I'm pulling down, you know, trying to figure out how to behave, figure out how to respond. So, so what we want to do is do not conform, right, to, to those patterns anymore, but we want to be transformed. We want to we begin to change those patterns. So the way that we're going to change those patterns. The way that we start off new is, quite frankly, we have to love our spouse. All right. Well, we hope that you found this session of the podcast really beneficial. Uh, Again, we'd love to hear from you. Um, And thank you for being patient with us. I know we have not been putting up podcasts for a while that's because there's been like a lot of um, activity on our end it it was summer vacation on this side of the hemisphere but the kids are going back to school and um, yeah just look out for us whenever (laughs) podcast episodes are available but we truly value and appreciate um, everybody who listens to this and everybody who contributes